Welcome, friends, to another episode of Black Thoughts. I'm your host, Randy Wilson Jr., and let's jump right into it. All right, so this is part two of the From the Browder File by Anthony T. Browder. Um, I wanted to continue this book. I'm not sure if I'm going to do more episodes on this book. There's so many other things I want to jump into. I may do one or two more from this book alone. But this particular episode, I wanted to discuss the chapter Eat, Drink, and Be Merry, Diet, and African Americans. Since we are around the holiday times and uh, we love to eat, I thought it was only right to do an episode on this chapter. So let me actually read the first two paragraphs of this chapter and then we could get into it. Ham, potato salad, french fries, pork chops, ice cream, eggnog, chitlins, T-bone, steak, cakes, pies, cookies, cornbread, macaroni and cheese, wine, liquor, and beer. Face it, black folks buy and consume a lot of food and drink during the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's holiday season. Though you eat, drink, and make merry, wishing the good cheer of a long life, peace, and prosperity, the food choices that you make may end your life prematurely. Without a doubt, by eating foods fried in heavy grease and with excessive concentrations of sugar and salt, you may be feasting your way to an early grave. We've definitely allowed a killer to run loose in the black community. This killer is responsible for more deaths than drugs or black-on-black crime. Black-on-black crime is, you know, it's not even a real thing either. But uh, anyway, this killer makes all age groups its victims. Stalking its prey during all hours of the day and night. This killer is responsible for the high infant mortality rate and the slow, miserable death of many of our senior citizens. This killer is the diet of the African-American people. This killer is the diet of the African-American people. Like, let's let's keep it real. If, If you are from the black community, you you intuitively know that the food you eat in this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was born and raised in the Bronx until I was about uh, eight or nine, and then I moved a little further upstate to Westchester, New York. Um, anyone not familiar with the New York area, you have New York City, and then you have uh, your counties outside of it. Uh, Westchester is like about, well, it depends on where you're at. I moved to Peekskill, New York, which was about 40, 45 minutes from the Bronx. But anyway, when you go into the hood or you go into any black community, you're not seeing juice bars. You know what I'm saying? Like you may see it now, and that's a sign of justification is coming, but you're not seeing juice bars, you're not seeing salad bars, you're not seeing, you know, really healthy organic supermarkets. You're not, you're not seeing any of that. You're seeing fried chicken. You're seeing McDonald's. You're seeing White Castle. You're seeing Burger King. You're seeing, you're seeing all types of, of greasy, fattening food. And that's, and that's our tradition. That's what we, we, we created, you know, soul food. 
you know, before I started really understanding nutrition and, and changing my own diet, I didn't think anything of it. That mac and cheese, you know, that 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 fried chicken, that that's that T-bone steak, those ribs. Like all of it, man. Like I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. But it was it was never educated to us that a lot of our issues stem from what we're putting into our body. Think about it. If you if you have a car, right? You just got a car and someone told you, "Yo, you can never ever buy another car for the rest of your life. This is your car." You can only have one. Can't buy another one. What would you naturally do? You would naturally take care of that car. You would get the oil changes when they need to be done. You would put the fluids in it. You would you would rotate tires. You would do everything under the sun to keep that car in good condition for the rest of it your life. Because you know you only have that one vehicle. So why don't we do that? with our bodies this is our vessel this is our vehicle the only one we have for the rest of our lives but we put bad gas in it we put bad oil in it we don't put the right parts and then we wonder why we start breaking down we wonder why we got to go to the mechanic which is the doctor And, and, and get ripped off. <laughs> you feel me? It's the same thing. So why do we do that? One is is not being educated and not knowing that you, what you're doing is killing yourself. Like, I'm pretty sure in a lot of black families there is this thing that they say right because it's in my family too my mom used to tell me oh diabetes running our family so be careful make sure you go get checkups and stuff i'm like and i I didn't know any better so i'm like oh damn diabetes running our family shit that used to scare me like am i gonna get a checkup one day and be like yo you got diabetes that's that's how i thought it worked the same way people say you know big bone run big bone people running our family you think it's genetics it's not genetics there's no such thing as that it's not you're not getting diabetes because your your dad had it or your grandfather had it or your mom or your your aunt whatever you're not getting it because of that the reason why there's a trend where people are obese or people have diabetes or high blood sugar levels is because the same foods are being passed down to generation and generation and generation that's where it's coming from my aunt had has my aunt has diabetes right now my mother has you know all types of blood sugar level issues like she has one of those things where she has a pill for each day noise the hell out of me it's crazy my grandfather he died of diabetes well i don't even know if it was he died up because of diabetes he had diabetes before he died um and actually one of my last memories of him was visiting him in the hospital and 
they amputated uh, amputated his leg. Now, this is a, a a guy who's worked at a factory his whole life, like a hardworking, proud black man. Me, just looking a little deeper into it, because he died shortly after that. Me thinking a little deeper into it, I feel like when they cut off his leg, they took his will to live. Because if you think about it, if you're a man and your whole life you've you've walked around and provided for your family and and done things with your body and now you you get it to a point where they're, they're taking your leg like your leg you don't have something you've had your whole life and they amputate it and now you don't have it anymore you don't have your leg you're you you're weakened by just all this other eternal stuff that you don't have control over that it's hard to want to get up and live. You know, it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, am I the same man? You know, I, I don't know what he was thinking, but I'm just thinking from my perspective, how, would I, how I would feel. And I think subconsciously that, that stayed with me because I've always been the type to where if something wasn't working, I need to fix it. I need to figure it out. Um, my personal story is I was getting to a place where you know I've I've always been an af- athlete. You know I received a full scholarship to play basketball, Division Two. Um, I've never had weight issues because I've always been active. I've always had a fast metabolism because I was always moving, 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 moving. So even if I was eating those same foods as my family members, you know my sisters aren't the same body type as me but we was eating the same foods growing up but I was just very into sports fast forward college ends uh, basketball career ends I am now in the real world as an adult need to find a job need to do this blah 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 you know so I start working start doing the whole adult life thing and it got to a point where you know I just wasn't playing basketball as much if at, if at all I wasn't working out like that because I was too busy working a job, coming home and just not doing shit really. Um, and I felt and I saw myself just gaining weight, gaining weight, and I'm, I'm still eating these foods. Um, and my energy level was down, my mental level was just like cloudy, and I just, I don't know, I felt different. I felt like I was slowing down, I felt like I was... You know, I was waking up with aches. I was depressed. I was just, I was looking at myself in the mirror like, damn, bro, like this is, you, you getting fat. <laughs> like, yo, chill out. So me being who I am, I automatically go into, all right, let's figure this out. So by my research, I'm looking at the foods that I'm eating and the foods that I probably should be eating more. And I wasn't even eating those foods. And I was just eating the same fattening foods. So I made a drastic decision to to go vegetarian. Well, really, I went, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the, whatever the one is where you just eat fish, where you eat fish as, as your protein, your meat. Uh, I was going to say Presbyterian, but I'm, I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's it. Um, but anyway... So I, I switched my diet. I got rid of the processed foods, 
or in the beginning I cut down the processed foods until I was able to like go a while without eating processed foods. I um, stopped eating uh, steak, red meat. I stopped eating chicken and I just stuck with uh, eating fish from time to time. But most my most of my diet, 80 to 90 to 95 percent of my diet was was plant based. And I did that for about two and a half, three years. And it was it was amazing. I lost like the first month I lost 20, 30 pounds. Crazy. I went from like two forty. Yeah, something like that. I went to like 240 to like uh, 220, 210. Um, and again, I'm, I'm 6'3", just to give you guys some context. So it wasn't like I was 5'4", <laughs> 250 pounds. But I lost all this weight so fast just off of that. And then my energy increased. And then my clarity in my mind increased. And I, and I was able to start really thinking and strategizing and figuring out what my next move was going to be. Because at that time, I wasn't happy with what I was doing with my job, anything like that. So I say all that to say how it's not some, some bullshit, go vegan type of thing. Like, it, it is real. It's real life. Like, what you put in your body is so essential to how you move around in this world. We are water beings. We're electrical water beings. Most of our body is made up of water. So by putting that back into your body on a daily basis is the best thing you can do. And another thing I did was I got rid of soda, juice. It didn't, I don't care if it's orange juice, apple juice, whatever. I don't, it's not in my house. Only thing in my house is water. Like sometimes my... um grandmother would uh come over uh, and she would bring soda because you, you know our grandmas they 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 so used to doing something man but she would bring soda over and give it to my my son i'm like yo don't give him no soda don't give him none of that don't bring that over here i, I would get so mad i'm like why are you bringing soda over to my house you know the mental jumping jacks i had to do to like curve that Got my family on the same page. So I don't have soda in the crib. I just have straight up water. And one day I'm gonna invest in an alkaline machine so I can uh, make sure my water levels, pH levels is, is on point. But I drink nothing but water. I, I invested in a juicer. You know, my son loves fruit vegetable juices that I make. I don't go to the store and buy apple juice, buy orange juice, concentrated shit, bullshit. I straight up make it at home. And he loves it. He loves it. He's three years old and he loves it. So even if he, he's, he's being, you know, that three-year-old who doesn't want to eat his vegetables, even though he's pretty good with some of the stuff, but if he doesn't want to eat his vegetables, here's a little trick. Juice his shit and give it to him that way. Now he's thinking he's having a treat. <laughs> So, so yeah, there is, it's definitely a, and it's, I feel like it's a plan. It's not coincidence. 
You think it's really coincidence that we have the worst type of foods in the black community? No. These foods put you to sleep. I read somewhere or I heard somewhere where your food should not put you to sleep. You should actually gain energy after you eat. That is a clear indication that that food is either good for you or bad for you. So if you eat and the next thing you know, you have the ice, the ice that you want to like the itis and you want to just straight up go to bed and sleep. That food is, is, is fattening. They, they is all a bunch of shit in it. You know, sometimes I've had, I felt a little low and I've had a nice big salad, protein salad. And the next thing you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. That's what food is supposed to do for you. You know, and I'm not against people eating meat. I believe in a balance. I believe uh, if you want to eat meat, it should be more of an 80-20 type of thing. It should be 80% should be plant-based and then the 20, you know, you have your, your chicken, your poultry, your uh, fish. I don't think you should ever go back or I don't think I won't ever go back to pork. And I'm pretty sure I won't ever go back to like cow, steak type of stuff, red meat. Um, chicken, uh, this past year I've uh, experimented with having chicken once in a while. And I'm all about experimentation. I don't, I don't like straight up labels because once you have a label, you're in a box. You can't, if you're in a box, you can't experiment. You can't tell what works for you, what doesn't. So for me, or for anybody, I feel like balance, moderation. If you're eating nothing but meat every single day, you wake up, you have a bacon, eggs, lunch, bacon, egg, and cheese, uh, 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 go to the chicken spot, uh, dinner, same thing, steak, whatever. Like every single day you're putting meat in your body, you're doing it too much. That's why it's hard for you to get off that to, to shed those pounds, to to lower that blood level, to to have the energy you want. It's just too much. Just back up a little bit. Get some balance. They say it takes more than eight hours, or it takes it meet an average of 90 hours to be digested. 90 hours to be digested. So Really, by the time you wake up, that food is still sitting there. <laughs> like, it's still sitting there. And then you're eating more on top of that. It, it's, it's crazy. Because holidays is such a, a programmable... Just propaganda, like... It pushes you to make decisions that really isn't the best for you, whether it's buying a bunch of presents you can't afford. So you put it on your credit card because you it's, it's the holidays. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Or eating a bunch of food. That is it really the best for you? You never know what that one thing. It could be that one fried chicken. That could just blow up your whole immunity system and then like next thing you know you're in the hospital 
you know so the holidays i it's, it's definitely a amazing time to be around your family and and, and cherish that time but we got to think about what we're putting in our bodies what we're showing our children to put in their bodies because we could be so much more effective if we just put the right things into our powerful beings into our powerful bodies I want to read uh, about there's 15 health tips that he put into this uh, into this book I want to read actually I read all of them alright so number one is stay interested in, stay interested in your health and nutrition if you're not interested in your health or your nutrition, you're obviously gonna just default by picking up the same stuff that you've been picking up and putting in your mouth. So first, get some self-awareness, get some interest in your health. That's the first step. Cut down on food intake. Yes, pretty much, you know? You don't need to be eating uh, breakfast, you don't need to be eating Right before lunch, you don't need to be eating lunch, you don't need to be eating a brunch, you don't need to be eating a snack, you don't need to be eating dinner, you don't need to be eating a late night dinner, you don't need to be eating seven times a day. Like, take it easy, cut it down. You know, I recommend eating your largest meal at lunch and then have a light dinner so that you're, it's, you're processing or digesting the food a lot easier during the night. Remove foods high in sugar content, candies, cakes, pies, rolls, ice cream, refined sugar. You know, this goes without saying, that's common sense. Obviously, these foods are addictive. They have addictive qualities. So that's why you're going back to it, even though you know it's not good for you. So go back to the first step. Have self-awareness. Stay interested in your health. Once you become interested in your health, you're consciously or subconsciously is going you're going to tend to walk past that candy or that cake because you're thinking about it now before you it wasn't no thought you were just picking it up and putting it in your your bag now you're thinking about it okay. next one is replace junk foods with fruits fruit juices and nuts so i used to have a bunch of snacks in my in my pantry so i, w- I would switch it out with with nuts with berries I uh, started buying more like apples and bananas and uh, pears, plums, also, like just fruits. So when I would get a craving and I want, want something, you know, sweet, I will just get a fruit. You'd be surprised how that works. <laughs> and then that craving goes away. Replace dairy products such as milk and eggs with organic counterparts organic foods are those produced by nature such as fruits so basically you know try and find alternatives for for your your dairy and your eggs and your meat there's there's a bunch out there it's a google search away you can you can find alternative stuff to pretty much anything uh protein comes from plants i'm not sure if you're aware of that Protein comes from plants and nuts and seeds. The animals eat those plants, nuts and seeds, hence that's why they have protein. 
So if you think only way you can get protein is through the, the, the meat, which is which is basically dead meat. And this is something I learned was the, the pyramid of, of what you should be eating. Obviously, the fruits and the vegetables at the top of that pyramid, those are the most healthiest. Why are they the most healthiest? Because they're the most closest to a living organism. We are living organisms. What you put in your body is something that should reflect that. So fruits and vegetables are closest to living organisms. Now, if you go down that pyramid, what's last on, the, on that list is pasta and, and processed foods because those are not real. It's not real food. So it's the worst you could possibly put in your body because there's just nothing there nutritional wise that is supposed to be going into your body. Meat is right above that. It's it's closer to a living organism than pasta because it once was alive. The cow once was alive. The pig once was alive. The chicken once was alive. But the the but by the time it gets to your plate, it's dead. The the flesh is dead. Is decaying. So you're putting dead flesh into your body. But is better than pasta <laughs> like it's better than pasta you know what i'm saying if you had to choose like even though pasta is and that's probably why it's so cheap pasta's the go-to cheap shit to buy when you're on a budget but it's the worst food crazy next one is replace meats with organic chicken and fish so this past year, I started uh, experimenting with going with organic chicken. So I would say if you are a big meat eater, one, cut back on it. And then two, just just cut out the pork, cut out the, the, the red meat steak and just focus on organic chicken and fish. And then, you know, figure out some recipes with that is a million of them. Completely remove or in, inorganic foods from your diet. That is all synthetic, highly processed, man-made foods. Like I said before, that is the worst food. It's not real. It's not real. It's it's just it's horrible. Processed foods. They literally created it in a lab and and put all types of stuff into it to make you addicted to it and make you want to go back and have your your taste buds go crazy so i my, one of my first recommendations for anybody is to cut down and remove processed foods fast one day a week that is very important I also would recommend doing intermittent fasting. If you haven't built up the discipline or you just don't think you could do one day, one day a week, which I, which I think everyone can. I think everyone can do that. You just have to mentally put yourself in a position to do it. But intermittent fasting is something people can do in practice. So intermittent fasting for me is I don't eat breakfast. My first meal is at lunch. And if you work, it makes it a little bit easier to practice that. So you go to work in the morning, 
you're busy, you're busy, and then you have your first meal on lunch. That's intermittent fasting. Instead of putting things in your body during that time and slowing the process of digesting the foods from the, the previous night or days, now you're you're giving yourself a leg up as far as removing toxins and healing the body. So fasting is definitely important. Drink two glasses of water upon rising each morning. That is, again, important. Every morning I try to remember before I do anything, drink water. It electrifies your mind, your brain, your body. So instead of being like sluggish and, and you know, it, it, it just, it gets, the, it gets you woken up. It gets you ready to go, ready to think. Uh, it activates all the, your, your internals. And it, uh, it's just something that I can't give you a scientific reason. <laughs> it's just besides that water helps eliminate toxins in the body. It flushes the body. It helps prevent cold and flu. You know, we're made up of water. So obviously water is going to be your best friend. So if you're going all day not drinking water, you're bugging. If you wake it up in the morning and you're just leaving the house and the first thing you have is like an apple juice at lunch, you're bugging. Have some water, 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 water. Drink some water. Water is the best thing you could do if you're sick. Drink water. Water is the oldest, safest diuretic known. Monitoring your urine will tell you about the quality of water in your body. Your urine should be clear, not yellow. I did not know that before. I did not know that. I used to think like your pee should be yellow. It wasn't until I changed my diet, stopped drinking bullshit and only drink water when, my, when I've noticed that my pee will always be clear. And I thought something was wrong with me. So I, would, I went to my wife and she's a nurse. I'm like, I think something's wrong, but pee's clear, it's not yellow. She was like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be yellow. I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then reading this, I was like, wow, okay. So yeah, so when you see your pee clear, you're doing something right. If your pee is consistently yellow, you need to, you need to adapt, change something, drink more water. Body poisons are released through the kidneys. Sufficient water reduces the risk of affection because of an over-concentration of urine. Fluid is more, much more important to human life than food. A person fasting can live two months of water alone. Without water, he or she can live only two weeks. I don't have to say anything. That's just straight up in your face common sense. Now, he, he finishes with I adopted a vegetarian lifestyle many years ago. Believe me when I tell you that it does make a difference. Granted, it's not for everyone, but you can regulate your diet. You can regulate your health. You are what you eat, as I was saying. Think about this when you sit down to your next meal at the dinner table. So, I'm gonna leave off on that. And forgive me if I if I sound weird, my nose is very, very stuffy right now. <laughs> Like my kids was was sick all week, really for the past two weeks, something was going around. And now I have this, this 
congested nose. Um, I'm trying not to sound too crazy right now. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Just reading this reminded me of just confirmation of me going in the right direction. Because I didn't read this prior to me changing my diet and do what I did. I just It was just intuition telling me I needed to do something different. So when I read this chapter later, I was like, yo, I, I know, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> but I'm going to end it here. And again, like I said before, in the beginning of the episode, I may do another one or I may just jump to another book. I'm not too sure yet, but I'll figure it out. But thanks for listening and I'll see you again on Black Thoughts.